BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. Sorry, I'm getting comfy on my new couch. Well, the couch isn't new, but it's new to my studio. I normally record in a chair, and now I'm recording on a couch. This couch has been in my living room, and when I say it is the most uncomfortable couch I've ever encountered, I'm not lying. It's horrible. I know that I should sell it, but I honestly don't even feel ethical selling it to somebody because it's that uncomfortable. So I just moved it into my studio, and so now I just sit on it when I record and whatever. It does the job. Oh, anyway, how's everybody doing today? Happy Monday. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited about this episode. I ask you guys what topics I should cover. And that's not because I'm lazy. It might be because I'm lazy, but it's also because I want to cover topics that you guys actually like. So I pull you guys every now and then. And this one was brought up on our Patreon life hacks that actually changed your life. We all know how many life hacks exist out there that I'm just never going to do that are just too time consuming, or I know for a fact will not improve my life. I just, there's, there's a lot out there. So I knew that I could rely on you guys to filter through all of the bad ones and let us know the ones that we really need to use. Just on that topic, by the way, of like trusting you guys to pick the best life hacks, the coolest people listen to this podcast. Okay. Every time, first of all, every time I meet one of you in public, I'm mystified by how cool you are. Second thing, the Facebook group. If you're not a part of the Facebook group, you should join it. It's such a great place. And this last week, somebody asked for some advice on some tough topics. And I was a little bit nervous, like putting it on the, the, you know, like it was, I had to approve it because it was anonymous. So I got a little bit nervous, but I just, I knew that everybody would handle it perfectly and with love and support. And, oh, I just, I was reading through these comments of all of you guys supporting this person who needed your help. And, oh, it makes me want to cry. I just feel like, I feel like I have the best listeners in the world. So I just wanted to tell you guys that, that I see you and I see how supportive you are and how cool you are. And I don't know, just love you. Wanted to say that. Okay. I don't really have an intro. I don't really have any any news, except that we're going to get started now. So let's get into some of these life hacks that you guys have told me about that I need to share with the masses. Some of them I agree with. Some of them I have some feedback on. Okay, here we go. This first one, 
I don't agree with, but I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys tell me what you think. The cupcake hack where you take the top half of it off and you make a little sandwich. Okay. I'm sure we've all seen this done. Like you, yeah, you take the top off, you flip it, excuse me, you flip it over. And so it's a little like cake sandwich. Here's my beef with it. Way messier. That feels way messier. Also, it just, it doesn't have the same bite as a normal cupcake would. That feels like, I mean, okay, I get the logistics and how it's basically the same amount of cake, but in my mind, it feels like too much cake. I don't really know why. Plus, if you eat it normally, you just unwrap the one side of the wrapper and then you can eat it and you don't get your hands messy. This one, you have to unwrap the whole cupcake and then you have to hold it in your hands. And I don't know, the older I get, maybe it's a post-COVID world, I'm not sure, but handheld foods freak me out a little bit. I just, I would rather have something blocking, you know, the food I'm about to put in my mouth and my hands that have been existing in the world. I wash my hands a lot. Don't get me wrong. You can actually probably see it in the video. My hands are always so white uh, compared to the rest of my body because I get spray tans and yeah, I wash my hands way too much. But yeah, the video, oh, I didn't even acknowledge that. The video is back because I hired an amazing girl. Her name's Nicole. Shout out to you, Nicole. I was actually on her podcast a few weeks ago. She has a podcast called We Kind of Apologize, but I hired her to help me with my video and she crushes it. So very, very happy about that. That is, I'm going to throw that into my current life hacks. Just knowing where you need help, like especially if you're you're self-employed, like I am. I actually don't know if I'm technically self-employed or if I'm employed by Dear Media. I don't know. I don't know who I'm working for at this point, but I just, when you're kind of doing it all yourself, I, I convince myself, I'm like, no, I can do it. I know that I can do this. And every time I have hired somebody or asked for help, the result is a thousand times better. But I don't know. I get it in my head that I need to be able to do everything and like I can figure it all out. And that's great. I probably can figure it out with some help from like YouTube and the Lord, but just hiring help has really has really been a great life hack. Asking for help, hiring help, just relying on people around you. Sometimes I just ask my friends, like, if I really need help with, you know, listening through an episode or, you know, reading through Q&As or things like that. My friends have been amazing helping me with all of that. Okay, let's go on to the next life hack. This one has changed my life. And I also want to elaborate on something because I have talked some mad shit about this and I want to I want to go back and repent for my sins. Okay. This is Erica. If you guys know Erica, she's I've given her a shout out on here. She popped in one time when I was recording and I love her. And Erica says, "The Cheesecake Factory has an entire bar seating section and it's first come first serve." So when you go to Cheesecake Factory, if it's just you and the friend or you and like a couple friends, they have a full bar seating area. So if there's an open table, you just pop right in. You don't have to ask the hostess. You don't have to put your name in. If there's an open table, I mean, you might have to throw some bows to get there because there might be other people waiting, but it's way faster than if you're waiting. Cheesecake Factory's wait times are the most ungodly amount of time. I've never gone to Cheesecake Factory and it's been less than like an hour and 45 minutes. And here's the thing. I have hated on Cheesecake Factory in the past. And you know what? I don't know why. Okay. I think I just... I'm realizing a lot of things that I have done in the past are maybe because I thought they were cool or unique or like I thought they made me like look a certain way. I don't know. But my Cheesecake Factory hate is one of them. And I would like to repent for that because 
First of all, Cheesecake Factory is the same everywhere. Okay, if you need a reliably pretty good meal, you can go to Cheesecake Factory. Yes, I know. Their menu is the size of a Game of Thrones book. I I know there's a lot to get through, but everything I have at Cheesecake Factory is pretty good. It's not going to change my life, but it's pretty good. So I don't know. I I just want to I want to come out publicly and say that I don't hate Cheesecake Factory as much as I once did. Probably I get the tamale corn cakes. They're a starter, but I get them as my meal. And uh, I take it back when I said it's not going to change my life because those did change my life. Okay, this is a really great life hack. And I do agree with this one. The two minute rule. If it takes less than two minutes to do it, do it immediately. Don't put it off. This one is so annoying because it's true. But I'm very much a let's do it now so we don't have to do it later type of person. I I try to do that even if it's like under or over two minutes. Like I I'm I'm trying to help future Maddie out. I'm trying to get things done so it's a little bit more convenient for her. Like I unpack the moment I get home from a trip. The moment I don't care if I've been flying internationally for a full day and I get home at 4 a.m., like I will unpack. I will put my clothes in the wash. I will get my bathroom stuff unpacked. Like I will do it because I know it's honestly, I'm more motivated to do it when I'm super tired because I know when I wake up, I'm going to have the most pleasant experience waking up and having everything already like done and like in the laundry and my bathroom stuff is all unpacked. That is my, my travel hack. I feel like we should even do an extension of this one for travel hacks because my other travel hack, sorry, we're going to get back to the two minute rule, but my other travel hack is to pack up all of your like toiletries and stuff. And then the next morning, get ready with only what you packed. So you make sure that you have everything. Does that make sense? And another one that I wanted to tell you guys about spas, like medical spas will have samples of really nice products. So I I mean, I don't know. Maybe they won't give them out, but I feel like if you go in, they will usually give them to you. Like maybe, maybe you might need to buy something just to like schmooze them a little bit so that they give you stuff, but they have like really nice sample packets of like high end skincare. So I will try and, you know, finagle my way into some samples. That's another really good travel hack. But yeah, the two minute rule, if you can do it quick, it's probably going to be easy and yeah, just, just do it fast. You know, if it's just separating your laundry or my, a a thing that always comes to mind for me, that's like so inconvenient to me, but I always try and do it is like, if I left something in my car, because I I live in an apartment, so my car isn't just, you know, like right in my garage, I have to go down the elevator, go into the parking lot, get in my car. But if I leave something, I just, I tell myself it will take me two minutes to run down there and get it. And it usually works. It's a, it's a life improver, I will say. And I also want to add, not all of these will resonate with everybody. Okay. I had somebody put in here that their life hack is not listening to any life hacks. And honestly, that's a great, great thing. If it's easier, if it's too much of a mental load to try and like incorporate habits, don't do it. If any, if anything that's supposed to make your life more convenient is adding to your stress, it's not a life hack. Don't do it. You're not, you're not required. Okay. Next one. This one's a little deeper, but I I want to I want to chat about it. Moving away from a place that caused so much sadness. You don't always have to be tough. And I thought this was interesting that she said you don't always have to be tough because I feel like sometimes the tough thing is to move away or it is to quit. You know, a few weeks ago I said normalize quitting, which I still stand by. 
And sometimes that's tough. Sometimes the easy thing is to, is to, you know, stick it out. That's not always the case. There's, I mean, hopefully you guys don't take that as an overarching statement, but I just think that, you know, we all view like quitting or moving away or, you know, leaving a certain situation or a relationship. We view it as like, oh, I gave up or, oh, I wasn't tough enough or I had to, you know, no, it makes you tough, makes you mentally tough that you can do something like that. So just, I just wanted to, to add that in. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is sponsored by Adam and Eve. All right, everyone, let's get it out of the way. This ad is about sex. Are you guys listening now? You should. Because I think that everybody has some inherent shame when it comes to sex, specifically sex toys. They can be weird, okay? It can be awkward. It can be uncomfortable buying them in the store. It can be stressful. Like, you don't want to ask for help. You're a little bit embarrassed. You don't want to run into anybody that you know at the store. But Adam and Eve has you covered. First of all, the amount of options that Adam and Eve has. Anything that you might like. If you like it, they've got a toy for it. Toys can also be used for couples and partners, not just for your own solo use, You can treat somebody else in your life, if you know what I mean. Remember, toys are not your competition. They are your teammate. Also, Adam and Eve has discreet shipping, which is amazing because you don't want something like that showing up on your door. Some of you might live with people that you're not trying to have that discussion with. I don't know. But check out this discount. They are offering listeners of the Bad Broadcast 50% off an item plus free shipping in the US and Canada. Some exclusions do apply. Not only do they have so many different options for you, they also have a 90-day no-hassle return policy. They've got 24-7 customer service, and 20% of their profit goes to fight the spread of HIV around the world. They have been in business for over 50 years. Adam and Eve knows what they're doing. So remember, go to adamandeve.com, use the code BAD50 for 50% off of one item, plus free shipping in the US and Canada. Some exclusions apply. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is sponsored by Rocket Money. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Are you absolutely sure that you could name every single subscription that you're paying for? I would bet that the majority of us don't remember about subscriptions that we are paying for. We try it for 30 days, we get a seven-day free trial, whatever it is, and then we forget about it, it charges our card, too late now. Most people think they spend about $80 a month on subscriptions, but the real price is usually closer to $200. So if you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money quickly and easily finds your subscriptions. And for any that you don't want to pay for anymore, you can just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses. So you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. So stop throwing your money away with all of those subscriptions that you completely forgot about. Let Rocket Money find them for you. Cancel all your unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com bad. That's rocketmoney.com bad. One more time, rocketmoney.com bad. Okay, next one. 
every time you get out of your car, remove any wrappers or items because a daily clean is better than a deep clean. This is such a good idea. And having a car trash changed my life for good. Like it just, it's, it hangs on like the back of my passenger seat headrest. So if I have like a straw wrapper of uh, like a granola bar thing, uh, whatever, I just throw it back there. It has made my car so much cleaner. I, I can't even, I can't even believe it. However, sometimes I don't want to empty it and it's gross. It's probably the grossest thing about me. Actually, the grossest thing about me, it does tie into this. The grossest thing about me is that I eat the hard boiled eggs from Starbucks. I'm not proud of it. I actually hate the experience of it. When I'm doing it, I'm sad. And I hope that nobody pulls up next to me at a stoplight. Oh, what I was going to say is that sometimes we put the wrappers of the hard boiled eggs in the trash and it grosses me out. I really need to work on that. Okay. This one, I don't know if this is true. I tried it and then I felt like I was, it was a practical joke. So <laughs> like, let me know if this is if this is really true, listening to Middle Child by J. Cole on full volume in headphones helps you refocus. She said this like it was a scientific fact. She didn't say it like she just likes the song. Like she was like, yeah, here's what I learned. If you listen to this, it helps you refocus as though it's like hypnotic or like white noise or something. I listened to it. I enjoyed the experience. I don't know if it helped me refocus. I mean, I'm here recording, so I guess it helped me do something. All right, next one. Uh, so simple, but I brush my hair before the shower, so I have less wet, loose hair to deal with. Yeah, I brush my hair. I have a brush in the shower, so I do that same thing, but I guess that is that is easier if you do it before. Wet, loose hair. How is it that when it's connected to my head, it doesn't gross me out at all? And then the moment it is detached, it's instantly the grossest thing that I could ever ever see. Do you guys get hair like wrapped around your laundry? Like I will take a sock out of the dryer and it will have a, 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 a an iron, I was going to say an iron rod, uh, wrought iron uh, twist of hair around it. That's also a common dum-dum club. We're going to do some dum-dum clubs at the end of this, but I'm just going to give a shout out now to this really funny dum-dum club. So many of us that grew up talking about the iron rod, we all thought that the term was rod iron like wrought iron fence or gate or whatever. It's actually wrought iron. W-R-O-U-G-H-T. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you spell it. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, loose hair, gross. Anything that can reduce loose hair, I'm so in. Okay, next one. McDonald's won't charge you for sauce if you ask for it at the second window. First of all, that's genius. Second of all, I would like to start a petition for every single place to do free sauce. Like I... I hate nothing more than when I'm at a restaurant, like a like a quick service. So like you go up to the counter and you order and they give you a number and then you sit down. And then I ask for sauce and they say, you have to go up to the counter and buy it. Girl, they are not paying you enough for you to be gatekeeping the sauces. Like just give me the ranch, okay? Everywhere, shop, especially McDonald's, they should have free sauce. They should literally just give you, you know, 44 ounce cups full of sauce. Is it Big Mac sauce that they have? I don't know. I can't think of any other sauces that they have. I mean, I guess they probably have like ranch and honey mustard and stuff like that. Uh, I was trying to think of like their signature sauce. 
Anyway, let's go on to the next one. Sometimes I snag extra produce bags to dispose baby diapers in because they're lots cheaper than name brand ones. Genius. I love that. I love all the like mom hacks, mom hacks, baby hacks, like the one about wiping boogers on your kid's diapers. That one should go in this episode. This one I have questions about. And also I just want to talk about it. Breast milk face masks. Breast milk is crazy. Breast milk is actually the most wild thing. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about it here before. But like if your baby is sick, your breast milk recodes for the medicine. That's insane. So I trust it to go on my face. I I wouldn't put anyone else's on my face. Uh, Just, you know, if I ever make it to the point where where there's breast milk coming out of my body, I'll throw it on there. I'll throw it on there. Ice roll a little bit. I'm not scared. Okay, next one. She said, you're going to hate this. Waking up early actually makes me feel good and more productive. Sorry. I, I don't hate this. I mean, I know I give, I give hate early morning vibes, but I actually really love the morning. I love waking up early, especially in the summer when it's warm out. Like I, I feel like I'm up pretty early. I very, very rarely sleep in for this reason. You just feel like you have more hours in the day. Every mom listening to this is like, shut the hell up. (laughs) I would give anything to sleep in. No, but I I do like waking up early. I just, I like getting things done. I would rather wake up early, get everything done and have a free evening than be able to sleep in and have to work and do stuff until the evening. You know what I mean? Like that feels, that feels better to me to wake up early. So I don't hate it. And for the record, I know I give lazy vibes, but I, I wake up pretty early guys. Come on. I wake up. I take my vitamins. I like, a, I like a nice cold plunge. We're going to talk, talk about those in a minute too. Okay. Uh, next life hack. Oh, whoops. Let's see. Getting a silly little drink when I don't, or sorry, when I have to do something that I don't want to do. I saw something about this, about like a lot of us. Okay. A lot of us get ourselves like treats after we complete a task that we want, which is, I think that's like the, I think that triggers dopamine. I think dopamine is like the reward chemical. So that triggers dopamine. I read something about how we should trigger serotonin while we're doing the thing. So like I'll, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. Obviously my job is this. I sit down, I plan out the episode. I, you know, get all the assets together. I sometimes write some stuff. I get your answers, all of that, set up the recording stuff, sit down, record, edit, all of that. But to trigger serotonin while I work That means like getting a comfy spot on the couch, getting a little fun little drink. I have a fun little drink right there. Like wearing something cozy, making the experience of working less terrible. I know so many people listening to this work from home. So it's, it's like asking yourself, what can you do to make the process of working more fun? Is it getting a cozy blanket, getting slippers on? Yeah. Getting a fun drink, having an, like eating while you work, like what is going to make you happy while you're doing it? But I mean, maybe some people are more reward driven. Like I, I do feel like I'm reward driven, but I would rather, you know, let's, let's do both. When I finish this, I'm getting myself a silly little drink. I love that. So, oh, I was going to say it's fruity little drink. I was going to sing, uh, uh, before he cheats, but it's fruity little drink. Okay. Next one. If a thing is worth doing, it's worth doing poorly. Plot twist. Because the the first quote of or the first time I heard this, it's if it's if it's a thing worth doing, it's worth doing well, which I I don't agree with at all. I don't agree with at all. I heard somebody say once, uh, 
done is better than perfect. So getting the task done is way more important than how well you did it. And I totally agree. The example that she used is brushing my teeth when depressed. Yeah, you don't have to put every ounce of effort into self-care when you're depressed. Just getting part of it done, just brushing a tooth or two. You don't even have to do all 30 whatever. I'm missing two teeth. Did you guys know that? I told you guys like how many teeth I have. <laughs> I don't know why somebody asked me that. And I told you and everybody's like, uh, you're missing teeth. I'm like, yeah, I know. Because when they tell me I have a cavity, I just say, take the whole thing. I don't even want the cavity out. I don't just take the, take the whole tooth. So I'm missing two of my back teeth. Okay. Next one. This one was wild. Cutting armholes in my blanket so I can wear it and still use my hands. <laughs> First of all, that's a snuggie. Second of all, I have questions. Do your arms get cold? And when you're done with the armholes and you slither them back in, aren't you cold because there's holes in your blanket? I mean, I, I respect it. I don't think I would do it. I'm going to send you a snuggie. Let me know who you are. Okay, next one. Knowing the to-do list will never be empty and that's okay. That is so true because so many life hacks, and this goes along with some the person who said that her life hack was doing no life hacks. It, it's kind of like accepting that like you're never, you're not going to be busy, which is, ugh, I just process that. And that's, that's depressing, but that's life, baby. Sometimes our to-do list will always be full. And something that I started doing is that I, again, so many of you who are self-employed or work from home or anything like that can probably relate to this, that I sometimes feel like I'm never off work. Like I, I feel like I'm constantly thinking about the podcast or my Instagram or content or whatever it is. Like I can't just clock out and then not think about it anymore because this is such a, I mean, it's a huge part of my life, but it's also me, you know, like I can't just turn that off. And so I will get, I will put in my calendar like I will schedule days and put like, don't schedule anything this day because I will schedule meetings, emails. I'll work on the podcast any day of the week, Sunday, Saturday, doesn't matter. I will, I will work 24 hours a day if I have to, even if it's just like mentally, <laughs> like, so I will schedule days in or even hours or nights or whatever, where I can just say, this is my allotted time to not think about, because I know that I have a million things I could be doing. I know my to-do list will never be empty but I have to schedule time for like mental rest. So that has been huge for me. And oh, what was the other one I was going to say? Oh, this is this is a laziness hack that I, I actually did today that made me feel better. I had a ton of things that I needed to do today. Some of them were just like not that important. Like I had to take my car in. I like just I had to like I need to what what did I put down on there? Oh, I have to like pay my attorney. I have to get my nails done. <laughs> like things that I can do in a couple days. So if they're on my to-do list today, but they're stressing me out, I will like schedule them for Monday. So like I know I have a time set that I'm going to do them, but I don't have to freak out about getting it done today. Does that make sense? This episode of The Bad Broadcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace truly is the all-in-one platform you need to build a beautiful online presence. Maybe you're starting a business. Maybe you need a website for a business you already have. Maybe you're wanting to start selling things. Maybe you're wanting to start a blog. 
I don't know your life. Whatever it might be, Squarespace has everything you need. Squarespace has the tools you need to get your business off the ground, including e-commerce templates, inventory management, a very simple checkout process, and secure payments. So whatever you sell, Squarespace has merchandising features to make sure your products look their best and sell their best online. Maybe you're doing a lot of stuff on social media right now, but you don't have a website quite yet and you want them to connect. Well, you can connect all your social media accounts to Squarespace and you can display posts from your social profiles on your website. You can also automatically push website content to your favorite social media channels so your followers can share it too. They also simplify a lot of the big scary tasks that you might have to do, like buying a domain, because buying a domain from Squarespace is super simple and there are no hidden fees or price hikes. And I have a special little treat for you. You can go to squarespace.com bad for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use the offer code bad to save 10% off of your first purchase of a website or domain. Once again, you can go to squarespace.com bad for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code bad for 10% off of your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode of the bad broadcast is sponsored by better sleep. I have really dialed in my sleep routine lately because I know that if I get a bad night's rest, my whole day is ruined. Part of my sleep routine is having delicious white noise playing. I know so many of you are the same. I just feel like it quiets my brain. And I feel like when my brain is quiet, I can finally sleep because if I'm not sleeping, it's usually because my mind is racing. I'm stressed. I I can't relax and I can't get myself to fall asleep. So with the Better Sleep app, you can personalize a sleep experience that calms your racing thoughts. There's over 200 soothing sounds and a range of smart features to help you sleep faster, deeper, and for longer. There are a lot of audio tracks from categories such as ASMR, brainwaves, meditations, stories, and more. I use it for the, well, I said white noise, but I really prefer the brown noise. If you know, you know. They've got one of the most positively reviewed apps on the App Store with over 600,000 reviews, and it's also been named Apple's app of the day over 65 times. High quality rest is vital to mental well-being and physical health, so Better Sleep collaborated with world-renowned sleep specialist and Oxford professor, Dr. Russell Foster, to help you achieve your best sleep. So clear your mind and ease your stress with expert-guided meditations and hypnosis. When you sleep better, you feel better, so improve your quality of life in as little as one week. Download Better Sleep from your App Store or Google Play. That's Better Sleep on the App Store or Google Play. Next one. Um, Setting my clothes out the night before so I'm not stressed in the morning. This is so fun and it makes you feel fancy. I feel like Eloise at the plaza when I lay my clothes out before I go to bed. There's just something so satisfying about it. And you do wake up and you feel like, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Smart house. When like the closet opens and you've got, and she has all of her outfit options. I love that. That was like, oh, that's like elementary school, junior high memories coming back to me. You know, like when there was a big football game and you were like saving your best pair of mech jeans for that. And then you like set them out the night before and they're clean and skin tight and ripped along the bottom. Oh, you just feel so fancy when you lay your clothes on the night before. So I agree. Okay. Next one. Ice cube in the dryer with my wrinkly outfit steamed perfect in 10 minutes. I've heard of this one. This one's really good. I I think other like steaming hacks are like 
you hang them like in the shower and you turn on the hot water. First of all, I'm not about to waste that much hot water. Second of all, it gets like barely steamy enough to release one wrinkle. So this one is better. Ice cube in the dryer to steam out wrinkles. Okay, next one. A laundry bin for not too dirty to be worn, but not clean enough to put away. Oh, wait. Oh, not too dirty to be worn, but not clean enough to put away clothes. I, I don't know. I, I love this idea. Something about putting it in a basket, though, makes me believe that they're getting dirtier if they're touching each other. But I thought of like a rack. Like I pictured like a ladder type item that I could lean against my wall that I could hang, like just throw things over the the rungs. Rungs? Is that what I'm thinking? So that I don't have to hang them up or put them in the hamper. Like I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find something that I can do this do this with because I think that's so smart. I have a problem where if if clothes touch my body, I'm they're dirty. They're done, they're dirty. It's there's there's no looking back. Like I I change my clothes a million times a day and sometimes I just don't like a shirt I'm wearing, and so I switch it out. And that shirt that I just had on is now dirty. It's not a good quality. Okay. I'm doing so much laundry. I'm so tired. So this feels like it could be a good one for me, just in case you guys are wondering (laughs) which ones I'm going to use. Okay. Love this one too. Wearing matching pajamas every night. Something happens to your brain when you are in a matching pajama set, especially if it's like button up. Again, the skims PJs, they're expensive, but if you want to treat yourself, they are amazing. It's like the same concept of like match matching bra and undies. Like you just feel fab. Like it it's 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 something that I don't know if men will ever understand. It's just something, it's a life improver. It's a life improver. So I like that one. Okay, this one I also just barely did. Text replace your email with two at signs. So like at, at, uh, you can go into your phone and make it so that when you type that, your email pops up. I recently did this. Typing my email is the world's most daunting activity for me. I, I picked the world's longest email for absolutely no reason. It's the bad broadcast contact at gmail.com. And it, it has ruined my life for so long. So yeah, doing the text replacement at, at, types in my email. It's amazing. It's, it has saved me probably years of my life. Okay. Next one. (laughs) I don't know if this is a life hack, uh, wiping back to front. I mean, come on. I don't, I don't know the tone. I don't know. I don't know the attitude that we're getting this with. I've never wiped front to back ever in my whole life, but I want to add a caveat here. I don't wipe in one continuous stroke through both cracks. Who, who was doing that? I'm, I'm wiping each area separately. So when people are like, well, that's how you get UTIs. I'm not dragging it. I, I have some, you know, some decorum here. I'm doing them separately. So anyway, I don't know, maybe it's a life hack to start wiping back to front. Maybe a lot of you guys are putting too much effort into wiping front to back. I don't know. My life hack is to wipe both holes separately and keep your businesses away from each other. Separate church and state. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Oh, this is the one where she said every life hack feels like more work and just another thing I feel bad I'm not doing. Totally fair. Uh, This one, again, I'm super on board. Cold plunges. I love a cold plunge 
it's the worst thing about me. Actually, it's not probably the worst thing about me, but it's like one of those annoying things that everybody tells you. They're like, you'll feel amazing. And it is bizarre, but you do feel kind of euphoric after. You feel a little bit invincible. I have such a noticeable like drop in anxiety throughout the day. And you also just feel tough because you did something hard. So I'm on board with the cold plunges. I actually bought on Amazon like a tub. It's like basically an inflatable pool, but it's like four feet deep and like four feet circumference. So it was such a mess though. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to fill it with water and then I'm going to put it on my like balcony so that throughout the winter it gets really cold and I can do like home cold plunges instead of just cold showers. Cause I do like the cold plunge. I don't love cold showers. I don't know. There's something about the plunge that I love. So I'm like, this will be perfect. It was not perfect. First of all, I put it in my tub and then I turned on the shower because I'm like, okay, I'll fill it up in the tub and then I'll, I'll lift it out. You guys, it's like 500 gallons of water. Okay. It's not that much, but I did the math off off of how many gallons it can hold. And it was like 650 pounds. Okay. Like there was, (coughs) there was no chance I was going to be able to get that from my bath, lift it over the bath and get it out onto my patio. So I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. So I'm like, so I drain it. I go over to the sink and I get like this tube thing. I connect it to the sink and then I'm, I'm filling up my tub and I'm like, okay, I'll just do it here. And then I can just drag it. Like there's no, there's nothing in the way. I don't have to lift it over anything. Who thought that I was going to be able to drag that? Well, I did. Obviously I like put towels underneath. I'm like trying to figure out how to pull this thing. I got it about four feet which is just far enough from my bathroom to my living room. So now I have a whole tub of water in my living room. I can't drain it. I can't get it out to the patio. I can't get it back into the bathroom. Seriously, for like two hours, I sat and stared at it. And I was like, this is just my life now. I have this tub of water in my living room. There's no there's no getting around it. So then finally after like I used my big dumb brain, I just took a bucket and I had to take all of the water out bucket by bucket and then get it out to the patio and refill it back up bucket by bucket. And guess how many times I've used it? Zero. I've used it zero times because there was all these snowstorms and then a bunch of dirt got in it. And then I couldn't use it because it was dirty and it's still sitting out there. So I don't really know what to do with it. I'm going to just have to empty it and just call call it a loss. Okay, next one. Uh, life hack, using a portable fan to blow on my child's food. So smart. I'm pretty sure you can get little like clip-on fans and you could put it on like their high chair or their like tray or something. That feels like a really good idea. Again, I love the mom hacks. Okay, next one. Leaving a toothbrush and toothpaste in my shower. Maybe it's a hot take. Maybe it's controversial. Maybe some of you are not going to like this, but I like brushing my teeth in the shower. There's something so freeing about just spitting on the floor. I don't know what it is. Next one. Spraying lotion after the shower. I know it's, (laughs) I know it's just autism, but I hate the feeling of lotion. Yeah. Those spray lotions. I've also seen people use the like self tan that you use in the shower. And I feel like people have pretty good results. I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm so team spray tan right now. I've been in my spray tan era for so long. I used to think like, I don't want to be orange. Like if I'm orange, like I would rather be so pasty. And now I'm like, I would, I, I would rather be 
Donald Trump orange than pasty white. Like no contest. I just, I look better when I have like life in my life in my face. Like when I look like I have exited my house once in the last five years. So yeah, I'm uh I'm team, I'm team orange over here. Just when it comes to spray tans, not when it comes to Donald Trump. I just wanted to, I wanted to uh, make sure that that was very clear. I don't know if I've ever said the words Donald Trump on the podcast. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. Next one saying thank you instead of sorry. Thank you. This is a good one for us gals, which is basically all of us who apologize too much. Instead of saying like, sorry, I'm late. Say thank you for waiting for me. I th- feel like it makes the other person feel more appreciated too and less on the spot of like, I'm so sorry I'm late. And then they have to like do the forgiving. Like if you just say thank you for waiting for me and then they feel like they can just say like, yeah, no problem. Okay. Uh, this one I haven't done, but I'm definitely going to try using a dryer sheet to get all of the hair off of your toilet. What is it about the throne that captures every hair and every spare speck of dust that has ever existed ever? It is by far the dustiest, dirtiest place in my house. Maybe it's just cause it's white. So I see it more, but it gets so dirty so fast. So yeah, I like the idea of a dryer sheet because sometimes like I have like wipes by my toilet, like obviously like a normal person. Do any of you just use dry toilet paper? Because if so, your butthole deserves an apology. So I like use the wipes and every time I wipe, I I sometimes will take one and just use it for like the back of the toilet. And it always leaves like weird residue, weird dust specks behind. So I like the idea of a dryer sheet. I'm going to give that a shot. Next one, low light lighting. Me and the girls say F you to the overhead light. I hate the overhead light. Lamps only, lamps and candles. If, if I walk into a room and there's a fluorescent light above me, things are not going to end well for anybody in the room. Next one. This is a great, great, uh, great overarching theme for today. If you can afford a convenience to save time, pay for it. An Uber or a pre-made dinner is worth the sanity. 100%. Like if, if you can do it, if you can afford it, if that it works into your budget, how, you know, whatever that may be, you don't need to feel guilty for how you spend your money. Like I want to hire somebody to help me clean. This is exactly what I was saying at the beginning, but I like feel guilty. Like I'm like, no, I need to be cleaning it and I need to do this and I need to take care of it and I can do it all. Why? If I choose to spend my money on that and not spend it somewhere else because I enjoy the convenience, then there should be no shame in that. Like, I feel like house cleaning, especially people are really like shamey about hiring help around your house. But it's like, if that's what you want to spend your money on, do it, live your life. All right, next. I don't separate my laundry into different piles. I just load it in and Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. Separating my laundry into uh, like lights and darks has never changed the outcome of anything. The only thing that has ever changed is if I change the temperature of the water. So if I just wash everything in cold water, except I will do like my towels and my sheets in hot water. I feel like those just like need to be way cleaner. I, I don't know. Yeah. If I do that, or I separate them into that. And then I just do different temperatures. But yeah, if I'm washing everything in cold water, all my clothes, I don't care if it's white or black. Uh, next life hack, stop giving people advice unless they ask for it. Yep. I'll tell you why this is such a great life hack. Because it saves you. <coughs> it saves you the embarrassment of leaving the situation and being like, they didn't even ask my opinion. And I just gave it to them for no reason. So just shut up shut your mouth. Shut up is such a great life motto. This one, shout out to JC. This is where I saw it first. And I feel like a lot of us picked it up from her TikTok. 
scrunchies on your wrists while you wash your face. Then when the water drips down your arms, it gets stopped by the scrunchies. That water, like washing your face and that water dripping down your el- or dripping down your forearms to your elbows. Oh, the, the, the sensory overload of that is too much. It is way, way, way too much. Okay, next one. Another topic that I feel very passionately about. Requesting payment on Venmo when splitting a check with friends is better than waiting for them to remember. Absolutely agree. Venmo has given us a gift. It has taken out all the awkwardness of asking your friends to pay you back. Like that is, that is, we we should all be thanking Venmo. Is that, oh no. I was going to say, is that Elon Musk? But he's PayPal. Gosh, Donald Trump and Elon Musk in one episode. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but requesting payment on Venmo is always easier. Also, I just think paying all on one check and having everybody Venmo you like while you're at the table is the best way to go. Not if you're with a big group. Like obviously if you're with like 10 people, like we're not trying to do that. But if it's like you and a friend, it's like just Venmo me half. Like then the person working doesn't have to split the check. We don't have to worry about that. I'll just tell you the total. You can send me half. Like I just think that that's that's the easiest way to go. Streamlining things. Okay, next one. Panty liners in your leggings for no camel toe. I'm going to be honest. I've never once thought about a camel toe. If I have it, she's she needs to be out. She's living her best life. She needs to breathe. Okay, if she is asking to be shown, then who am I to stop her? I've never thought about this, actually. So maybe, you know, as I'm saying this, maybe I should start. Maybe. This one blew my mind. Your AirPods are magnetic to the top of your Mac. So you don't ever have to set them down. I don't, wait, I'm wondering which AirPods she's talking about. Probably the new ones. And I don't know if she means the case or the actual AirPods. Somebody give it a shot and let me know how it goes. Grocery delivery was another huge one that so many of you are doing. And another one that I love, a rotisserie chicken. A rotisserie chicken is the beginning of the greatest life hack because you get it, you, you know, you rip it apart, basically get all the meat off. And then you have delicious shredded chicken for your whole week and you don't have to do any cooking. It's a little bit barbaric. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, getting all of the meat off of a rotisserie chicken, but I'm here to say that it might be the best food in the world. Rotisserie chicken might be the most delicious meat ever. So yeah, I'm in favor of that. Uh, Okay. And then this last one kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier about getting up early. If you force yourself to wake up early, you'll start going to bed earlier because of how tired you are. I love that. Utilizing our weaknesses into strengths. Okay. Now I want to round out the episode because of course we love talking about life hacks. Okay. We love life improvers. We love making each other's lives easier and being super, super, super smart but I want to make sure that we're all about balance here. Okay. Your head brought in charge is a double Libra and we don't like to leave things leaning to one side. So of course we're going to end the episode with the dumb, dumb club. Okay. You probably got that from the title, super smart and really dumb because that's what this episode is all about. All the smart things we're doing and the stupid things we're doing. So if you haven't been here for the dumb, dumb club before, let me tell you what it's all about. And if you've heard this explanation a million times, plug your ears. The Dumb Dumb Club is all about things that we thought we knew when we were younger, but we didn't learn until a very inappropriately old age. As I read these, you guys will see what I mean. It can also be called, I used to think. So things that you didn't, you know, you used to think this and now you learn that. Yep. That's what the Dumb Dumb Club is. Okay. Don't know what I thought the guy who played Legolas was named, but I've always thought that Chad from High School Musical, his real name was Orlando Bloom. As she said this, or as I read this, I realized that I don't actually know 
his name. So let, let's look this up. High school musical. What is his name? Or uh, now I want to say it's Orlando, but you know what she's probably thinking of? She's probably thinking of Eddie from That's So Raven, who is Orlando Brown and Corbin Blue. How did I forget Corbin Blue's name? I'm humiliated. I'm I'm embarrassed and I don't deserve a platform anymore. But she's probably thinking of Orlando Brown. And then, you know, High School Musical came out shortly after. It's It makes sense. I feel like we can trace this one. This is like the one when somebody thought that Nicolas Cage and Bill Gates were the same person. And we figured out it's because Nicolas Cage plays a guy named Ben Gates. And then she filled in Bill Gates with that. And then she thought it was the same person. I love tracing these back. Next one. I just realized that Albus Dumbledore and Gandalf are not played by the same actor. I swear they are the same person. Yeah, they're they're not the same person, but old guy with a wizard beard. It's I totally get it. They basically play the same. I mean, I don't want to say the same role. Nobody come for me. I very much understand the difference between Dumbledore and Gandalf. I'm just saying they kind of fill the same role. So I get it. Next one. When I was in college or I was in college when I learned that West Virginia was a state and not the West part of Virginia that John Denver sang about West Virginia mountain mama, take me home country roads. Sorry. I just wanted to remind you guys if any of you forgot what that song that she was talking about. Yeah. West Virginia is a state. It is confusing though, because it's hard to remember which ones have Norths and Souths and Wests, you know, like there's no East Virginia, there's West Virginia and a Virginia and then there's a North Carolina and South Carolina, but not West Carolina. And they're all kind of right there by each other. Who thought of this setup? All right, next one. I thought Bobby Flay's name was Bobby Filet. And I always thought that was super convenient. That is super convenient. That's that. I mean, we can just call him that. Honestly, I have a crush on Bobby Flay and I don't want to elaborate on that. Next one. I didn't know that VIP stood for very important person until yesterday. Yeah, the 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 term VIP like sounds so fancy and then you realize that it's just very important person and it sounds like a 10-year-old made it up. Like it's like what's that group of people? Uh those are the very important people. Uh the VIP like it does not sound like as fancy as we make it. Like RSVP means something like in French and it's like super fancy and then VIP is just very important person. Lame. Next one. For the longest time, I thought that the Mayo Clinic was a weight loss clinic, and it was called the Mayo Clinic because mayonnaise makes you fat. To be honest, I'm still not 100% sure what the Mayo Clinic is, but at least I know at least I know now that it's not a weight loss clinic like Jenny Craig. No, it is not. And the Mayo Clinic is a hospital. Yeah, it's like a really famous important hospital. I hope I'm right because my uncle works at the Mayo Clinic. He's a cardiologist. Shout out to my uncle Randy. So I'm pretty sure it's a hospital. They talk about it on Grey's Anatomy and they say Mayo. And I don't know why they say clinic, but I'm pretty sure it's a hospital. Okay, next one. I thought Bob Marley and Bob Dylan were the same person. Still confused which is which, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the other day I got, oh gosh, who did I get mixed up? (laughs) I got Sugar Ray and Ray Charles mixed up. Really could not be more opposite. And I was with Lucy and it was a humiliating moment for me. But yeah, Bob Marley and Bob Dylan, I kind of don't blame you because I, I'm sure I thought the same thing. However, Bob Dylan is white and alive and Bob Marley is not white and not alive. So there you go. Next one. 
Hi, Maddie. Love you. I should preface this by saying I was praised very, er, <laughs> I was raised pretty religious. And that should explain a lot. When I was in my young 20s, I was talking with older guys at the time and one guy wasn't active Mormon. So she was raised Mormon. Anyways, while flirting with him, I joked that when I saw him, I was going to sit on his face. I did not know it was a sexual thing. He flirted back and I wish I had the text saved so I could see his response. But yeah, I was just pretending that I was going to bully him. Like she was saying that, like, I'm going to sit on your face and like (laughs) hurt you. He's probably like, okay. When I learned what it was, when I learned that what I mentioned is a sexual thing, I had this flashback and I wanted to die. I was so innocent, like so innocent. Bless my younger soul. And thank goodness I never followed through with that booty call. I had a similar one. I thought that like, okay, so you know in Finding Nemo when they say noggin and they like hit noggins, noggin dude, you know? I thought that, or not I thought, but I would say like, give me head. Like if I was like, <laughs> like I wanted to do that with somebody, like wanted to like hit like noggins. And uh, yeah, when I found out what that was far too late in life, I was like, oh my gosh, I asked so many people to give me head when I was like 10. Anyway, we've all been there. Don't worry. Okay, next one. I was today years old when I realized that Hasbula is actually a 20-year-old with dwarfism and not a five-year-old child who went viral. Yeah, I, he doesn't have dwarfism. He has a growth hormone deficiency, I think is what it's called. It's different from than dwarfism. But yeah, I, I actually, like, I think I texted Lucy like three weeks ago and I was like, okay, so Hasbula is not a kid. And he, yeah, he's 20 years old. And yeah, I mean, you see him everywhere. There was the, who was the comedian who said that he was like by far the most famous person he had ever seen. Like, because Hasbula walks into a room and like everybody knows who he is. And obviously there are celebrities like that, but there's just something about him that's obviously so distinct. But yeah, yeah, I I recently learned that too. So you're not far behind. It's fine. Uh, Next one. I was about 20 years old when I learned that when stores say all shoplifters will be prosecuted, they do not mean that all all shoplifters will be executed. Like they would be killed for shoplifting. (laughs) Can you imagine if we lived in a world where like if you were caught stealing, they just beheaded you in the public square? That'd be crazy. Prosecution does not mean execution. LOL. P.S. Love you and the pod. Uh, Okay. This one. I always thought it was fewer with an F. Fewer. F-E-W-E-R. Fewer discretion advised and not viewer discretion advised. As in fewer people should watch it. I don't know. LOL. Yeah. I don't even. I had to Google what discretion meant because I was absolutely not sure. Uh, It turns out it's like be discreet. Like, I don't know, maybe like don't tell people. Okay, uh, let's end on this one. When I was younger, I thought for years that war was just a big game of capture the flag. I thought whoever could successfully take down the other side's flag got to keep the land they wanted or whatever. All because in the Star Spangled Banner, it says gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. (laughs) Actually, I want to end on this one. In the song Marry You by Bruno Mars, I was always so confused as to why he would say dancing Jews but later found out it's dancing juice. Honestly, dancing Jews is better. And Passover is going on right now. So happy Passover to everybody who celebrates. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What's that tune? Or is it the dancing Jews? Honestly, that would be more fun. So I'm, I'm all for it. All right. That's all we have time for today. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this episode of the bad broadcast where we showed off how smart we are and also how dumb we are. I love you so much. 
Remember that you can get merch at Dear Media Shop or oh, that's not the website. I'll put it in the episode description. Follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast. Join the Patreon for bonus content. And while you're at it, remember to be safe, be kind, be hot. I love you so much. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can catch a new episode of The Bad Broadcast every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Also, I want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast for all the -the behind-the-scenes action and more information. Talk to you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.